Welcome to our third interview of Bruin Success, where we talk to UCLA alumni and discover the many paths to success beyond UCLA. I'm Katie Russo, and today I'm joined by UCLA student and our podcast team member, Natalie Dybeck. Natalie and I are fortunate enough to be with Olympic gold medalist Jordan Weber, who graduated from UCLA in 2017 and is finishing up her third season as assistant coach for UCLA Gymnastics. Prior to being an assistant coach, Jordan was team manager for UCLA Gymnastics. Jordan's name should sound familiar to most of you, as she's a gold medalist and member of the Fierce Five in the 2012 Olympics. She graduated from UCLA in 2017 with a degree in psychology, and we're so excited to be speaking with her today. Additionally, Jordan received the 2018 Los Angeles Business Journal's Rising Star Award and was a recipient of the 2018 Arthur Ashe Courage Award at the ESPYs. Jordan, thank you so much for coming to the Alumni Center today and taking the time to talk with us. Thanks for having me. So to start off, we first wanted to congratulate you and your team on your recent Pac-12 championship. Thank you. Um, and can you just talk to us a bit about what you do in your position as an assistant coach? So what's your typical day look like? What's the most challenging part of your job? And what's the most exciting? Yeah, so like you said, this is uh, my third year coaching. Um, I'm a volunteer assistant coach. So, um, you know, with that comes a little bit of restriction in terms of recruiting and how much I can interact with uh prospects who are going to be on our team in the future. But um, aside from that, uh, I pretty much am just like one of the other assistant coaches. Um, I primarily coach floor. That is the event that I am in charge of. And um, just everything that that entails, the the cardio training, the, the skill progression, all the technical coaching, um, figuring out lineups, who's going to compete at every meet, all the motivational stuff that that requires. Um, I'm kind of the leader on that little event. So um, it's it's amazing. I love it. It's it's a blast to, to come to work every single day and be with a team of 20 girls. Uh, it's not a boring job ever. <laughs> um, and they make me laugh and smile every single day. So um, it's it's really the best job. And, you know, it's just, it's it's really fun every single day. So can you tell us a little bit about your kind of professional trajectory? So obviously, you've had a more unique path in going from Olympic gold medalist to mm -hmm. student at UCLA and now being volunteer assistant coach on the women's gymnastics team. So can you kind of talk us through your journey and maybe some of the pivotal moments like along mm -hmm. your path? Yeah, so it's really crazy how I ended up being a coach, actually. This was not in what I thought was going to be my life plan when I was younger. Um, so growing up, I always had two dreams, and one was to be an Olympian, and the other one was to be a college gymnast. So, you know, even when I was younger, I was going to college gymnastics meets at Michigan State, where I'm from, um, and I just loved the environment. I loved the energy. It was a lot, it's a lot different than club gymnastics or elite gymnastics that I was used to, so I loved that that fun, that energy that um, was involved with the competitions in college. So um, that was always something that I had my sights set on. And then, you know, the year before the Olympics, I became the world champion. And with that, I got a lot of calls from agents and sponsors and people wanting to endorse me leading up to the Olympic Games. And that was a really hard time and a hard decision to make because, you know, on one hand, I was getting asked to do all these amazing opportunities and, and possibly make money to do the sport that I love and, um, and be able to continue making money for a long time. But then on the other hand, uh, I wouldn't have been able to do college gymnastics. So, you know, sitting there, I talked with my parents a lot about it, looked at, you know, all the different options and scenarios and I ended up making the decision to go professional and giving up my NCAA eligibility. 
But um, I figured out a way. So I, I called Miss Val, who's the head coach at UCLA, <laughs> and um, that was my number one school at the time. That's where I wanted to go to compete. And I basically asked her, is there a way I can still come to UCLA and be a part of the team? And I knew that I had to pay my own way through school. I wasn't going to be able to get a scholarship anymore. But she said, of course, we'll find a place for you on the team. <laughs> so long story short, the, the Olympics happened. And then after the Olympics, I had one more year of high school. And then I came to UCLA and I was a full-time student. And, um, and it just so happens that the position that was available for the team was a team manager. And I didn't really know what that meant. I had no idea. And I showed up practice and they're like, okay, well, you have to move the mats. You have to chalk the bars. You have to make sure everyone's wearing matching clothes and all wow. these manager duties that I didn't really know what that entailed. But all I knew is that I wanted to help the team be successful. And I was going to give anything. I was going to serve in any way that I could to help the team. And if I couldn't do it competitively, if I couldn't actually do the gymnastics routines because of my eligibility, then I was going to be a manager. And so for three years, um, my first three years of school, I was a team manager at UCLA. And, um, and it was honestly so fun. I just, I felt like I was a member of the team. I felt like one of the competitors, although That's I couldn't awesome. compete. Um, and then my senior year was when Miss Val asked me to start coaching. And that's kind of how I ended up wow. where I am now. And, and I love it. That's and when Miss Val asked you that, was for you, was it like an immediate yes, like for that coaching position or kind of what, you know, when she brought that question to you, like what was your train of thought or how did you, how did you feel? It actually wasn't an immediate yes, mm -hmm. because, you know, in my head I had thought, okay, I've spent my entire life in a gym all the way since I was four years old until I was, you know, how, however old I was when I was a junior in college, um, every single day in the gym. Yeah. And I had always thought, you know, I, I don't really want to coach because I want to get out into the real world and do normal people things and not be <laughs> in a gym all day and be chalky and um, sweaty. But uh, when she asked me, you know, I had been a manager for three years. I had one more year of school left and I thought, okay, I, I was seeking a new challenge. I was seeking something new. And I thought, okay, this, if I can tr try this and, maybe just learn something more about myself or learn something more about people than, than I just took the opportunity and, and I didn't realize that I was going to love it as much as I did. And um, it's, it's really amazing to have the opportunity to help these girls not only reach their goals uh, gymnastically, but also, you know, they grow as people over those right. four years of college and being able to be a part of that process and the transitions that they make every single year. And, and they learn so much about themselves through the sport. And I think that's such an honor to be able to, to coach them and lead them through those those challenges. That's awesome. So there are a lot of students that are at UCLA right now that are involved in sports or have loved sports their whole lives and are interested in careers in sports or sports management. Mm -hmm. Do you have any kind of recommendations or advice for these students about continuing being involved in sports after college? Yeah, I think the biggest thing that, that I've experienced is, um, you know, we, people always say networking is so important, and it really, truly is. I mean, all of the things that I've gotten to do, you know, here at UCLA have been because initially Ms. Val gave me that opportunity to coach. And so she's connected me through all the people in the athletic department and people in, in the outside world of sports that um, that I would have never met if I didn't know Ms. Val. So um, just I, I feel like if you aren't sure you want to do something, like for me, it was coaching. I wasn't sure if I wanted to do it, but it's going to be a new challenge and you, you never know what you might learn. I would say my advice is to, to take those opportunities. And if you don't like it, then you just try something new. But um, I think 
you know, one thing that we always coach our girls to do is uh, to put yourself in uncomfortable situations and learn how to get comfortable in uncomfortable situations. And so that's been something that over the past few years, I've continued to do. And it's not easy, it's, it's uncomfortable, <laughs> as I said, um, but it, you just learn so much. And then the next, the next challenge that you have, you feel a little bit more confident. And so I'd say anyone who's, who's looking for a career in sports, find some uncomfortable situations, meet, put yourself out there and meet people, and then you never know where that might lead. I think that's fantastic words to live by. Yeah, definitely. I'm curious too, as you sit with us today, do you have any short-term or long-term career goals like as you kind of continue moving into 2019 and, and think about the future? Absolutely. Uh, well, my long-term goal, I don't know how long-term it is. <laughs> Obviously, I don't know what the future holds for me, but I want to be a head coach in the NCAA program. So um, I have learned from the best of the best, Miss yeah. Val. I would say, you know, without a doubt, everyone would agree that she's the number one <laughs> right. head coach in the NCAA, and she has done such a fantastic job of building her legacy of this, what this program is, and um, and everything that that entails. And um, you know, her legacy it extends so much farther than just that gym. It's everywhere. It's all the alumni that are out in the world being superheroes now. Oh, so yeah. um, I, you know, it's just kind of. <laughs> my silly thing that I say, but I want to be like Miss Val when I grow up because um, she just she just makes the world a better place and she helps people every single day of her 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 job. So um, my my long term goal is to be a head coach and short term. I mean, we have, I think, three weeks left of our competition season this year. Um, we're headed. We have regionals and then we have two weeks until nationals. So um, short term goal is to win that national championship again this year. We won last year. So that was incredible, and I have to say, I think our team is is more talented than they are than they were last year, and we were really talented last yeah. year. So that's a really exciting to think exciting thing to think about, and I'm just excited to see what happens at the end of the season. That's awesome. That's super exciting. So, kind of going off of Natalie's question to you too, thinking about you know current student athletes and other young adults or college students that have that athlete identity in some form. What advice or I guess like insight based on your own experience would you give those students um, as they think about, you know, entering the professional world, knowing like their value and their skills and experience that they've taken from sports? Mm -hmm. How would you, I guess, any insight you would give to those young adults about how to kind of transition to life after sport when it's time and really um, be able to kind of sell themselves and what they've gained from that sports experience in the workplace? Yeah. I think there is no better venue to learn life lessons than sports. And I, I have to say, I think gymnastics is probably the number one sport <laughs> where you learn life lessons. Um, but I, I think that's true about all sports. So, you know, for me, when I was transitioning out of sport, I was in kind of a unique situation because I was still super involved and I still am. Yeah. And I, my daily life didn't change very much except for the fact that I wasn't physically training. I, I'm still going to training, but now I'm coaching. So I had kind of a unique situation, but I know there are a lot of a lot of athletes out there that struggle with that transition of right. having this this sport be your entire life, your entire day, and then all of a sudden it's not. It's a very scary thing. Um, but I think it's also a really awesome because you know all those lessons, every challenge that I experienced in the gym that I had to work through or move forward past, I've been able to take those lessons and directly apply them to my mm -hmm. professional life and in my, even my relationships. So it's just a really fantastic opportunity to be able to, to see how those challenges really model real life. And, and you know, that's one thing that I want to teach the girls that I coach is that, you know, it feels very gymnastics related when you're going through something or you can't make your routine. It feels so much about gymnastics, but really it's, you know, what you're going to learn and the way you work through things 
that's going to be how you work through things in the real world. So I think for people transitioning, just understanding that fact. And, and I think people hiring out there in the world are looking for former athletes, totally. especially student athletes in college. I mean, they have a different mindset, a different level of um, time management and work ethic. I think, you know, they would make really great employees because, you know, as student athletes, you have to you have to balance so many Absolutely. things. You know, you're doing school, you're doing recovery, you're doing training, you're doing weights, you're doing all yeah. these things. And, and on top of that, you, you have to make sure you're eating the right things every single second of the day. And everything you do is either going to take you one step closer to, goal, to, closer to your goal or one step further away. So um, I think really taking everything you've learned in your sport uh, and then applying it to, to what you're doing next. And whether that's an office job or whether that's some, a career in sports, whatever it is, take what you've learned in sports and apply it. That's great advice. So I have two final questions for you. First, I'm just gonna toss this in. You, bringing it back to UCLA, you knew a lot of the girls that you work with prior to UCLA, you competed with them. Mm -hmm. How do you think UCLA has impacted your friendships and your relationships? Can you just talk a little bit about like your college experience as well as like being a student athlete? Yeah, well, I was, I was really blessed. Like you said, I knew a lot of the girls on the team before I got here. So um, it was really comfortable for me to come to college and already have this instant family of 20 other girls. And I think having the coaches also, Miss Val and the assistant coaches, having them there as mentors and leaders whenever I needed advice or I needed help working through something, I've been really blessed to be surrounded by really awesome people. And I think for people that come to college and don't know many people, I would say my advice is to find a group of people that you can rely on or, or leaders or mentors, whether it's a professor or, or whoever it is, um, having those people to, to go to is, is so important. And, and with the girls, it's, it's kind of funny because I got, I got to have that full team experience. Um, I wasn't competing on the team, but I was a manager. So I got to feel like I was on the team, which there's nothing like that. You can accomplish so much when you have other people by your side helping you through it than you can by yourself. So that was really awesome. And, and now it's kind of funny shifting to that coaching role and now telling them what to do and, <laughs> and kind of being the boss of them, but yeah. <laughs> um, not really the boss, but just someone who, who's guiding them and, and helping them. So it's, it's definitely a, I feel so blessed to, to be surrounded by great people. And I think UCLA in general is just a campus full of really great, smart, motivating people. Well, that segues us into the last question. What does success mean to you? Well, it's hard for me to not think about John Wooden when I when somebody asked me that question. But um, you know, I I'm gonna take it back to my Olympic experience. And you know, for so long growing up, my goal was to be the Olympic all-around champion. And when I got to the Olympics, you know, I had an injury, I had a bad day, I didn't even qualify to the all-around finals. So, you know, going through something like that where I, I used to base a lot of my self-worth and my identity on my accomplishments mm -hmm. and not reaching that accomplishment and that goal, it really crushed me because I felt like I failed because I didn't reach it. So now, you know, coming here and go, basically going through a full course in John Wooden-isms, <laughs> um, and he says that success is, is knowing that you gave 100% into what you're doing. It's not whether you win or lose. It's, it's the effort behind something and, and how, how much you've worked towards it and, and knowing that you have a peace of mind and that you did that. So, you know, looking back, I, I no longer feel that that was a failure. I feel like that was what needed to happen to put me where I am today. It was the experience I needed to go through. And it does not matter that I never reached that goal because I worked every single day 
in order really really hard in order to reach that goal and so that that's where I that's where the success is for me it's the effort behind it and and now that's kind of how I view all of my goals you know whether I reach them or not if I worked my butt off to get there that's where I um, place my my success that's great well thank you so much Jordan it was so great talking with you today and I think so many students and alumni and Bruin community members will benefit and enjoy getting to hear more of your story in this episode. So thank you so much for taking time to talk with us today. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the Bruin Success Podcast. Our guest this week was Jordan Weber of UCLA Gymnastics. You can find more information on her in the description of our podcast. Follow Partnership UCLA Alumni Career Programs on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you enjoyed our podcast, subscribe to it, tell a friend, or share your appreciation on social media. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time when we're back chatting with Jasmine Yen of Warner Brothers Entertainment. This podcast was made possible by UCLA alumni.